welcome to the pre-show for Seriously Though. Seriously Though is an opinion podcast about current events, news, politics, culture, basically whatever is going on in the world. Here on Anchor, we do a pre-show every single week where we talk about the stories that we're going to cover on the podcast that is traditionally recorded on Saturday or Sunday of each week. Some days may vary. Today we're going to be recording on Saturday, which is why I'm putting this out so early. So if you have any opinions on any of the topics that we're talking about today, please feel free to call in. We will use your call-ins on the podcast. We'll give you a shout-out, all of that. And really, we do want to hear your feedback on some of these stories that we have today. So without further ado, let's drink our coffee and let's get right into the first story of the week. Good coffee. Okay, so the first story this week is going to be about a Minnesota man who kills a would-be intruder. So David Allen Peterson of Minnesota shot at a fleeing car as it was fleeing away from his home. The people in the car did say that they were intending to burglarize his home, but I don't think they actually pulled it off. And as they were running away or fleeing the scene, he shot at him, killed a 19-year-old, and now... It's, it's a very sad situation, and now everybody's debating about whether or not he was in the right. And it's easy to go in on the person who, were, who was committing the crime and saying that, you know, you committed a crime, so you deserve everything that, that, that happens to you. I would love to hear your opinion on this one because I'm not so convinced. Um, there needs to be some type of balance between what you're allowed to do and what you're not allowed to do as a citizen. Um... There was also another story not not many weeks ago that talked about a lady who I think somebody had tried to grab her purse and he failed and he ran away and she got in her car and then ran him over. And it's like, the crime was done. Should you really have done that? I don't know. There's just a lot of stuff to unpack around this. And then, of course, there's the story about the girl not like last week who was detained by loss prevention at a, at a grocery store for stealing a candy bar. And everybody, of course, is talking about, well, she shouldn't have stolen and uh, shouldn't have tried to flee, shouldn't have tried anything. So there's a lot to unpack just that this one story has kind of like launched us into. So I'd love to hear your opinion on any of that. And then, of course, if you have a call in or anything, we will play it on the show. We love to hear from you guys. On to the next story. And the next story this week is actually kind of a pretty funny one, and mostly because it had a pretty decent ending to it. Um, so there was a man in Texas who was trapped inside an ATM for almost three hours. So basically, an ATM worker, one of the uh, one of the people who kind of go in and, and refill the money and, and do all that kind of stuff, do the maintenance on it, um, apparently there's like a door that you can go into to get into these ATMs and, you know, refill it, do maintenance, all that. Well, that door had closed and locked, and I don't know why the guy, it's not able to be open from the inside or if he just didn't have his keys. Anyway, he gets stuck. And so a person in Corpus Christi, Texas, had just completed a transaction at this bank, and an, uh, <laughs> when a surprise slid through the receipt slot, it was a handwritten note that said, please help. 
I'm stuck in here and I don't have my phone. Please call my boss and then gave a number. So uh, this happened to a couple of people and I think some people thought that it was a joke and that very well could be. That's probably where my mind would go first. But it turns out that after a while, someone did go ahead and call the police and they came and, you know, they broke him out and everything was fine. The guy was, the guy was great. Basically, kind of our talking points around this are, um, if this, something like this were to happen to you, would you immediately think it was a prank? Would you want to try to help? Um, dialing that number might, I don't think it would be too risky, but maybe do it from like a public payphone or something like that. But um, just basically around this story, what's what's going through your mind when you get your cash and in between your bills is a note that basically says, help, I'm stuck, get me out of here or something like that. And then I think even people said that they could hear a slight voice coming from the ATM. Um, it's just one of those stories where I think the guy was actually pretty upset that it happened and, and I understand. So we're not making fun of him. This is a very unfortunate situation, but the idea of like slipping notes out of the receipt slot is just pretty funny. That's pretty funny. And it's pretty genius too. When you think about it, it's pretty MacGyver of this guy to do that. So would love to hear your thoughts on this story. If you would help or if you would be suspicious that is kind of what we want to hear from you or anything else you want to talk about with the story. All right, guys, this next story is going to be a difficult one, and I think it'll probably take up the majority of our show that we're going to record later today. So this is, of course, about the meeting that Donald Trump Jr. and several other people had at Trump Tower with someone from Russia. Now, I don't know what to believe anymore. Um, in a way, I don't. Uh, so I went out. I went out searching different news outlets for different details on this. And so I tried to go both places, went to CNN, went to Fox News, went to a couple others, trying to unpack this. And that's really what we're going to spend a lot of time doing. But uh, New York Times basically was about to break a story that Donald Tr Trump Jr. had met with you know, a Russian about details about Clinton's campaign. So <clears throat> excuse me, hours before that, he had lied about it essentially and just said, oh, it was just about adoption. Well, then this story comes out and Donald Trump Jr. goes, yeah, yeah, they had they had mentioned something about Hillary Clinton's campaign, but it turned out it was nothing. It was just a way to get, get my attention, get me in the room, basically. I'm, of course, paraphrasing. But uh, now it comes out that he met with them because they had said that they had information that would be damning to the Clinton campaign. So even if all of this turns out to be nothing, the biggest question that we're going to unpack is, why are we lying so much about this? And we're not complete anti-Trump people on this show. We give him a chance just like everybody else. But what we keep seeing is that first they say nothing happened. There's nothing here at all. Then something comes out and they say, oh, that. Well, that was, that was nothing. You're making too big of a deal of that. And especially, I'm not here to hit on, on Fox News at all, but like, the difference between the way either side is covering this is, is really apparent. Um, they're trying to obfuscate and, and say 
you know, put the blame on other people, put the blame on Hillary Clinton, put the blame on Obama, stuff like that. But the, the fact of the matter is that there are a lot of lies going on around this story. And maybe not even blatant lies, maybe not even somebody understanding that they're lying, but they're really trying to distract us from something. Something happened. We're, try we're being distracted. Now, this is my opinion, and I would love to hear yours. But we're going to spend most of the show, I think, unpacking this story and really trying to just make sense of it. And I'll share my own conclusion about what I think is happening at the end of that podcast. So please feel free to join in. We were going to be completely fair. We're going to be completely unbiased. Um, and I think we'll share some of our thoughts on just this whole thing. But it just feels like as an average consumer, it is getting harder and harder to tell where the truth is. And we have to be really careful, everybody does, that we're hearing the right things and that we're making the right decisions because of those things. So I do really would love, I would love to hear your comments on this. Whatever your opinion is about what happened here, I want to hear it. If you're cool with me playing it, I'll play it on the air and we will talk about it. We'll talk it through. You'll probably have some points that, that we missed. So we want to make sure we get it all. So guys, that is going to be probably our biggest story for the day. Please let me know what you think. Okay, so last thing I want to talk about really quick to kind of offset that last story. I want to give a shout out to somebody, not that this person needs a shout out, but um, Shepard Smith of Fox News, man, he is saying and asking all the right questions. And it just goes to show you that there might be some people that you disagree with in a certain um, news company or a news outlet or something like that, but that you need to take it as a whole and also people as a whole. So I came from Hannity's show where it was just kind of obfuscating. It seems like they're asking the wrong questions to a clip I found from Shepard Smith, who's just saying the right things. And he was saying basically what I was just saying in that last clip. If there's nothing here, why are we being lied to? Like, why, why all the lies? He says the greatest quote, which I think is going to be my favorite quote of 2017. He says, if you clean, come clean, you know? And that's that's exactly the moral of, the, of this story here. There's a coming to light a lot of things that may, may honestly be innocent. But the fact that you lied about it and that you obfuscate and that you push it off, it's concerning. It's just concerning. So I, I just, I wanted to put that point in there that it's like I'm not completely anti-Fox News. There's actually a lot of people on there who are saying and asking the right questions. Unfortunately, there's some people who are not. Same with, um, you know, Washington Post, New York Times, CNN, all of that. So get your news from several different sources and from several different people. And I think you'll get a clearer picture. You might be more confused like I am because now I don't know what to believe, but um, at least you won't be dead set in one particular direction or the other. And then you can hear great things like what he's saying and he's expressing frustration, the same frustration that I'm feeling. And I think that's really important. Thanks. And that's it for the Seriously Though pre-show. Please feel free to call in if you would like to give us your opinion on any of these topics or if there's something we missed and you'd like us to cover this week, please let us know. 
and you can find us on seriouslyshow.com. That is the website. The episode that would should be going up sometime today should be episode number four. That is episode number 004 and seriouslyshow.com. Thanks for listening.